what's up this is juju with all talk no chaser um i am excited to announce that we got miss mocha miss mocha back with us well she back like she never left actually she never exactly left. <laughs> and i am actually very excited to be here and discuss the topics that we have in store for you guys yes yes wait a minute when am I supposed to ask you how you do it? <laughs> well, it looks like you just asked. <laughs> um, so basically, I don't know how everybody else's week has been. I hope it's been good. I hope it's been full of sunshine. Even though we had crazy what are they what are they call like atmospheric storms that's been going on um within the past couple of days. But hopefully everybody got to and fro safely, um, wherever you was going through that crazy weather anywho so of course this week you know um i went to work and i have an interesting story for you guys okay and just 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 listen to the story and i want you guys to envision just envision as i'm talking right so before i start work like i normally like to go get like my cappuccino or whatever from starbucks <clears throat> So this particular day, like any other day, I go into Starbucks and I make my order and this gentleman comes in and he's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. He was like, you doing good? I'm like, I'm doing really good. How you doing? He was like, I'm doing good. He goes, hey, you know, can you buy me a coffee? <laughs> and I kind of, I'm standing there and I'm like, okay. So then I go back to the register <laughs> And I proceed to buy this gentleman a coffee and the whole time in my head, I'm thinking like, why am I buying this man this coffee? And then I look at, I look at him and I'm thinking like, okay, well, cause he's homeless and I'm trying to, you know, do a good thing. This gentleman was not homeless at all. It was nothing about him that was homeless. And I'm looking at him and the lady's like, well, do you want cre cream and sugar? He's like, yes, I would like cream and sugar. And I'm still staring at him. And this man is like, I want to say he's in like a, nice leather jacket button up <laughs> button up shirt and just like an average like a not unhoused person basically is what i'm saying and then i start questioning myself like am i that gullible to where someone could just walk in and just be like hey yeah how you doing can you buy me a coffee and so when i went i told my co-worker the situation and so she was like so she goes, Jew, so you just bought this stranger a coffee and you don't even know why you did it. I was like, well, I'm thinking I'm helping someone in need out. Like, and I just went ahead and bought him a coffee. Nothing that I've never done before, but this was just an average Joe. Like he, nothing was going on. He didn't, he didn't look like he was homeless. And he's just like, hey, well, can you buy me a coffee? And I turned around, I just bought him the coffee. And so my coworker was like, well, I'm about to do an experiment. And I'm like, okay. So then... We have a customer come up and he asks for help and she's like, yeah, but you got to buy me a coffee first. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I could just literally go in any store or anywhere and just be like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. To, I'm going to do this as a social experiment. Okay. And I want you guys to try it as well. All right. Go into your Starbucks, go into your peace coffee and just go in there and just simply say hello to someone. How you doing? And just, just be like, can you buy me a frat? And just let me know in the comments or send me a message and let me know if this person was like me and this guy that we were helping and 
if they bought you a frat because that's that's my plan i'm like it worked on me it worked on him i'm not the only one who you know didn't have no sense so i think i want to give you guys a homework assignment this is a social experiment just go into a random starbucks pete or wherever you you know mcdonald's whatever and just speak to someone say hello and then just be like can you buy me a coffee can you buy me a frat can you buy me a double cheeseburger with extra cheese and a large fry and a large uh, milkshake? Just ask that and just let me know if they actually do it for you. And so just so I could feel better about like, was I gullible? Cause I'm, I'm teetering more so of me being a little gullible. <laughs> I don't think that you were actually being gullible. You see like experiments like that on social media all the time. Uh, they're just testing to see if there are still good humans around in the world. And usually those mm. people turn around and actually give like a cash prize. I thought maybe that's what it was going to I be. I was hoping. You know, as I was sitting here <laughs> listening to the story. My prize um, was the gentleman walking off with a big smile on his face with his free coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my prize. So. That was your prize. Mm-hmm. And God knowing your heart and watching you do a good deed. Look at that. Because it's better to Plant give the than receive. <laughs> Planting mm-hmm. the seeds. Reaping what you sow, your harvest is coming. But we not going to go to church tonight. Honey. But I was waiting for the punchline. I remember you told me this was oh, a see. funny story. You know um, what? I love black people because they always got something to say. You know, in my mind, and you guys probably was laughing. Can, can you guys just send a message and just let me know? <laughs> Nobody was laughing. <laughs> We're laughing now. <laughs> Moving right along, exactly. Mocha, how was your week? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my week was great. I'm happy that it's coming to an end. I'm sitting here sipping on this do say, if mm-hmm. I do say so myself, and I'm ready to get into this podcast, you know? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um okay. I don't know. I'm sure you guys a lot of you guys have already seen that we posted about Creed three and I literally just seen it today we i know we asked you guys if you guys seen it what did you think and a couple of you responded and um you said you liked it you enjoyed it it was really good so and i'm here to say i completely 100 percent agree 100 percent. two snaps and a twist mm-hmm. and we both we all know that michael b jordan was in it and um jonathan majors those were like the two stars of the show and i don't know if you guys knew but Jordan um, or Michael B. Jordan, um, he actually directed it, and I thought he did an amazing job. I'm sure you guys know Michael B. from like his breakthrough. I I want to say was his breakthrough movie was Fruitville. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, um, depicting the Oscar Grant story, and then um, and Ryan Coogler was on that project yes, as well. East they Oakland. tend to do a lot of movies together. They have very good yeah, chemistry. So. And uh, <laughs> another fact. I know you said this was Michael's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, directorial debut. Um, Ryan and his brothers also produced the movie. We seen that when so in more the shout outs to Oakland. Yes, 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 definitely, definitely. And of course, we know Michael from Black Panther, of course, and now Creed three and Jonathan Majors, Hollywood's Ooh, newest sex symbol. Child. Mm. Mm-mm. He was definitely, definitely nice. He was another one that was nice to look at up in there. And I'm sure you guys probably know him from um, his debut role actually was the last black man in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So see, y'all, 
spitting a little negative knowledge out there, but that was his debut. And then he went on into Lovecraft's um, Lovecraft Country. I don't know if you guys know, but he was also nominated for an Emmy um, for that series that comes on HBO. And I don't know if you guys have seen on Paramount right now. He has a movie on there called Devotion. Remarkable. Remarkable. I will movie. be watching that. If you have not seen it, please see it. It was remarkable. What was your take on Creed, Mo? I mean, you know, I thought the movie was good. I urged you. <laughs> <laughs> that she did before you were actually supposed to see it. yes um, a week before i was actually <laughs> it was actually better than the first and the second one but like in my opinion 100 percent. and i liked a lot of the topics that they actually kind of focused on mm -hmm. um but again majors i would say that this is some of the best acting that i have seen him do um and i can't wait to see more from him i think uh one of the biggest scenes that kind of stood out to me was actually when they were actually fighting for the yes. title. Um, and in that scene, it's like the ring eventually turned into a prison cell. Yes. There was no audience. Um, and I thought that scene was really deep. It was like that they were fighting an internal battle. Um, mm. And so, like, when you look at the ring or the prison, I feel that that was more from Damien's perspective, mm -hmm. which is Major's character in the movie. Um, so he was fighting to be free. He was fighting to get his life back, fighting to get back what he believed was his. Um, and although he was physically free, his mind wasn't. So he right. was still imprisoned, you know, from his past. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought they depicted that so well. I mean, it, it goes back to me saying again, Michael B. Morrison did an exceptional job directing. I'm going to be honest with you. At one point, while they were fighting, I closed my eyes. Why? Because you know what, <laughs> literally, right? What do you think about this? I again, uh, hopefully, you guys seen the movie or will see it. It was almost like they was having a conversation while they were fighting. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I said, you know what, I'm about to close my eyes so I can just really just hear what they saying through the noise of the punches and just through like the instrumental, and it was crazy. I know you guys are probably over there thinking like what the I mean you should see the look on my face actually so nobody has to and I'm just gonna go back a little bit maybe about one minute when no, you called him Morrison I don't want nobody else to correct you <laughs> <laughs> but she meant Michael B. Jordan <laughs> Mike um, I'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah I'm just wondering how you were able <laughs> sorry Things you don't do before you record a podcast. I was really wondering, like, how were you able to really feel that scene with your eyes closed? <laughs> you... <laughs> I did. No, seriously. No. Obvious. Obvious. And I don't know. I don't know if Rachel actually seen me close my eye. I literally, I said, you know what? This is powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, I just watching it. I felt it. And I said, I said, these niggas is talking. Mm -hmm. This is, this and they is were. A, this is a battle, like, like really, really having a conversation. And I said, let it. So in my mind, I said, if I close my eyes, then that was allowing me to let my other senses, right, my hearing, mm -hmm. all the other ones, the other senses, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt it. <laughs> I did. I did. The smells I, from the movie theater, everything. <laughs> I, 
I mean, now that I'm actually saying this out loud, it sounds silly. However, in the moment when I closed my eyes in that scene, I felt it on. I felt like I felt it on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, it's, it, it 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 was intense. It did okay. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What kind of stood out to you? You know, aside from that fight scene in the movie. Oh man. Um. You know. Well, really, I was surprised that um, was Diamond. That's his name in the movie. Uh, Jonathan's character. Am I saying it? Is it? What's his name in the movie? Dame. Dame. Sorry. And I think it's Diamond Dame or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. So um, <laughs> I was actually sure. Oh god, I don't want to tell the movie just in case people ain't seen it. Well, we'll put that as a clause that you must have watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't want to because I was about to actually say a scene that. It's okay. It will be a surprise. I don't want it to be. When people do Here reviews, we go. they put it all out there. Let me let me say this, and maybe I can kind of kind of talk around it. Um, I was actually surprised on how calculated um his character was about how he was going to make sure his rise to fame came. Mm -hmm. And I guess um had certain information had not been withheld from um adonis which is michael b's character in the movie he probably would have had more of a um probably would have more of a heads up of knowing mm -hmm. where diamond's head was right like for real mm -hmm. so i i guess you know when when like certain parts came up and you seen like oh wow this he was really this was something he was thinking about doing for a while this was calculated like this was you know that was really surprising and then not just that but i want to also say and i know you guys are like you're gonna beat this director thing in like a dead horse and i am and this is the reason why and when you see it, you understand why i'm really on it the way that he moved the camera to show, i don't know if you noticed in the movie mocha but a lot of the scenes were close up and i know it was and i felt like it was so we could actually feel the emotion from each character but he didn't have too many wide shot scenes. A lot of them was like really close up to the face, which I thought was very smart, especially when you're trying to captivate your audience into the story. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it, it was, I, it, I almost hate, I don't hate to say it, but I was so focused on like his di directory of the movie that I guess it's not really one particular scene that I was just like, wow. I mean, besides the fight scene, like I said, I know, you know, I was, you know, laughing and stuff, but I genuinely did close my eyes just because I wanted to, I wanted to actually like just feel the emotion from that scene. Like, you know, I saw the emotion, but I just like wanted to, because even watching it, even though I know guys, you guys are like, Julie, this is not real life. This is a movie, but I'm just telling you, that's how good it was. One written, it was two directed. Mm -hmm. because and, it almost felt real. And I think it was, like you said, although it was a movie, it basically touched on a lot of real life situations. Yeah. Um, basically, even the way that they interacted in regards to even their, their friendship. Um, you have just him coming home from prison mm -hmm. and Michael is still in this guild and, you know, it's nobody actually really a taking accountability or right. speaking their real feelings, right. you know, um, I would read somewhere that they had actually went to therapy together, um, oh. Michael and uh, Jonathan, for oh, this, this role. Like they really had to create a bond 
Uh, and I think that's probably those pictures <laughs> that are surfacing <laughs> on the internet uh, <laughs> where his hand is around head, I was them. thinking, oh, well, that explains a lot. That explains it. <laughs> but these people are actors. They are serious about their craft. They get paid a lot of money, okay? <laughs> so you have to become that role to become that role. Um, but those pictures surfacing, people are starting to question their masculinity. Uh, people tend to get afraid when they see... I can't say all men, but it's black men. It's like in society, they're not able to show emotion. You're weak or they might think you're a homosexual when you do those type of things. I think also with that, um, and I, I hear what you're saying and I, and I agree, but I think, I guess my question with that would be is like, cause you know how you're saying, like if you show emotion, we weak and stuff like that. So it's like, what is your what is your actual definition of masculinity? You know what I'm saying? Because I think for someone, I'm trying to think of a you guys and correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say it's it's some in some countries, men hugging or kissing each other is not considered weak. It's not considered like oh that's they they are homosexuals. Like it's like a a normal thing. I think our we Americans have this issue with having to put everybody in a box. And it's like, unless you adhere to these rules that we, whoever the we are, made up, whether it be the black community, the white community, black community, whatever, then this is just what you are. Mm-hmm. And we have that bad here because you can't even, and don't get me wrong, some of them pictures, some of those pictures are, you know, Oh, look at they're close you know <laughs> so but two women could do it and nobody wouldn't bat an eye yeah you see how cardi b and uh megan how they even mm-hmm. when they did that video it was too close for comfort and a whole bunch of other stuff but nobody questions their yeah. it's just you know we it's a double standard for like just for men and women i think a lot of times for black men in particular i mean but i don't know if you guys are aware of this but this isn't the first time that michael b has been in I don't know what the word is, questionable photos with being, you know, quite close. Uh, he had got some heat with, it's a photo that you guys can look it up with him and Ryan Coogler. And he's actually, Michael B is laying his head on my on Ryan Coogler's chest. And Ryan Coogler is actually holding, holding his hand, his head. Um, let me say that again. He, his head was on his chest. <laughs> like, I don't want nobody to think like, wait, hold, just mm-hmm. in case you didn't, just in case you didn't hear the first part and all you heard was holding his hand on his head. Look, his head was on his chest and Ryan was holding his head, holding his hand on his head. And like, they kind of got heat for that. I, I, I'm kind of taking it. I'm the way I'm looking at it is at least because once I found that out is that maybe Michael B is just a real, very, um, intimate intimate type of guy and he is no boundaries with him like he's dude if i love you i'm gonna show you Mm -hmm. i love you you know and i mean i don't know i mean i I, I get what you're saying because he also was a lori Lori fine ass harvey (laughs) ex-boyfriend but then you can't throw ryan in there and try to you know because then that would also make him questionable we ain't gonna question east oakland or west oakland (laughs) or you know any of that but you also have to think about the dynamics of their relationship you know 
he put him on in his first debut, mm-hmm. as you said. So they probably have more of a brotherhood. Most definitely. But again, if this were two females doing it, if I did it right now, oh, my head hurt and laid on your chest, nobody would think anything of it. You probably put your arm around me. You see women in the club dancing all the time on their friends and nobody bats an eye. I mean, we might take our phone out and record it, but nobody bats an eye. You don't question that person. That's my girl. That's it. So that's his boy. For whatever reason, we can't seem to like be in a world where a man can actually have that uh, uh, type of expression, intimate expression, without being looked at as weak or uh, not being masculine. You know, when there's so many other countries where this is going on and their masculinity is not even questioned or their sexuality is not even questioned. Right. And this is how they, you know, it's, it's the norm, you know, like I'm, if you, my brother, I got love for you. I'm, you know, I'm a hug you. I'm a, I'm a kiss you. I'm a, you know, whatever. But it's like, I think, you know, I, I was talking to a coworker and then, um, and I don't know if you guys seen, I also posed the question, um, do you think Hollywood is trying to dis, dis, demasculate black men? And uh, my coworker, you know, that that's how he felt. He was like, you know, look at what they're doing. Look at how the black man is being um, depicted out here. You know, they wearing dresses and they doing this and they doing that. And and I'm like, you know, I, I mean, I can't answer that question. I don't, you know, I'm not like, uh, I haven't thought that deep into it. But I mean, I would like to know, you know, no one really spoke on it, but I would like to know you guys' answer on that too. What do you guys think? Do you think that's what's going on? And do you think that's what happened? Is that what's going on with these pictures that's servicing with Michael B. and Jonathan Majors? You know, so I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a hard question to answer um, because I know even Majors had a, got backlash for the photo shoot and cover. Oh, Ebony. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't know who their stylist is or if this is, you know, stuff that they decide to wear by choice, but you've been seeing it. And I think you more so first seen it in basketball uh, Mm. with men wearing capris and real tight stuff and satchels and handbags and stuff like that. Um, But you also have to keep in mind that the majority of the people who run the fashion world are gay men. Mm. So they're making the clothes that. that these people are wearing. You know, this but is the what people I that's think. wearing them is also agreeing to wearing them as well. Correct, correct. <laughs> like, but somebody uh, else brought up a good point. You know, uh, the Glover guy. Like I said, he was on the carpet with his little flare pants and mm. a halter top, mm. uh, and they was like, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire dressed like that back in the day. They got album covers and halter tops. I got a picture of my cousin at a halter top. I'm like, what is it you're doing with this half shirt on? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just like with the times, I we have become, it's like now, in the, I feel like in the world that we live in now, it's like it's so hard to just really, just genuinely, and I want to emphasize genuinely, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so many of us out here that's masking who we genuinely are because we too afraid of what people might say and think. And you have to ask yourself, well, who are these people? What people are we, what people are, what people do we not, are we not trying to disappoint? What people are we not trying to get backlash from? Is it us black people? Is it white people? Like, 
as much as I try to live my own life, not caring what other people would think about how I dress or act or be, there is a little bit in me that's like, oh, calm that down. Don't do too much. Then I question myself, well, don't do too much in front of who? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> who going to check me, boo? You know? <laughs> when does Julia... Juju, <laughs> not do too much. I know. <laughs> Listen, viewers, <laughs> if you know her, you really know. Right. <laughs> but, but see, that's you getting me edited. Hello, boom. Just think if I wasn't editing myself, okay? Like, that's <laughs> mm. sometimes, not all the time. I want y'all to think I'm walking around here phony. No. But it is some things that I won't, you know, wear or say or whatever, just because I'm like, oh, I don't want so-and-so still trying to figure out who the so-and-so to look at me you know in a you know different light or different way mm-hmm. so it's like that's why i said earlier like this is probably who michael b i was really about to say morrison once again okay i was really okay. <laughs> i caught myself I, I like i said this is i'm thinking that michael b jordan is probably just very very expressive when it comes to his feelings and emotions. And you know what I was about to say? I was about to say feminine side, but that's still given, uh, you know, uh, like a notion that he's feminine and that's not right. Yeah. As a black man, again, cannot yeah. show any form of emotion. Right. I, I literally had to stop myself because that I didn't want to depict that on him. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, I feel like maybe, you know, just he, maybe he's like, look, I don't care what this social norm is is or is supposed to be this is my brother i love him so if i want to wrap my arms around his neck i'm gonna wrap my arms around his neck if i want to kiss him on the cheek i'm gonna kiss him on the cheek if i want to lay my head on his chest so his heartbeat can soothe my soul Okay, now you're taking it too far i'm just saying you give my soul i do (laughs) and you know i'm sitting here thinking i i don't want to say that they are pushing that agenda um because people believe that Hollywood pushes a whole bunch of agendas. But I guess, I mean, they are because they putting out the stuff. They have the power. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rockefeller and Baby Fat and FUBU designers, they not around. So the people can't wear that stuff. So they have to wear, you know, what these people are making. Um, but you do see a lot of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. But like I said, I, th- I think it's just truly hard for black men and I'm not a man, so I can't really speak too much mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you wear a hoodie and some jeans and a snapback, you a thug. You wear the capris, you're gay, you right. soft. So it's like, where can I just be myself? Mm-hmm. I can't be myself in Western culture. So I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. And you're going to judge me anyway. And how about still where can me. I just be myself and not be labeled, not have to be labeled? That's another thing that's bothersome to me. It's like, okay, you being yourself, but what what are you though? Like, are you are you gay? Are you lesbian? Are you bisexual? Are you trans? Are you are you cis? Are you? And I ain't trying to offend nobody, but this is just me just speaking facts here. It's like, in what space can you just be who you are with not having a fit under this under a label or be labeled at some as something? You know, um, I would I would used to say one of those places used to used to be church, but we gonna say that for another home episode. is the only place to <laughs> be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, like where where is that space? And you stay home, but that's not always the case. A whole lot of gay girls and boys is out there will tell you your own that house. is not. <laughs> the let's case. rephrase that. Your own home. Okay. Okay. Not if you're living with parents or relatives or anything like right. that. Well, guys, um, this was Mocha. You have anything else you want? I mean, to say I could continue subject? to talk about this movie. I don't want it to be too lengthy. Um, but since we're kind of just like on the subject of like the masculinity, and I know I had also kind of just brought up like the accountability. Um, I feel like the movie would have taken a whole different role if they would have actually just initially talked. Mm-hmm. you know after they came home because you you brought up that you know he didn't know everything that was going on with Dane mm-hmm. you know like I wrote you these letters so I have all of this built right. up resentment inside of me I feel that you left me high and dry so that's what built up and I feel that Michael felt that he did do those things and he felt guilty yeah. and I think had he just taken the time to apologize mm-hmm. or even acknowledge it then the whole thing would have turned out different. But then again, we wouldn't have had a movie. Correct. But again, this is kind of tying into the black man not being able to show their emotional side. And they didn't do that until the end. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I was thinking in my mind? And I thought like, that they were still going to be friends and like hang out and that's stuff. That's what I thought too. I, I was kind of disappointed about that You point. outgrow people sometimes. I actually thought they was going to walk out together. I did too. But you know what I also was thinking? I said, what if when they was fighting, right? You know how when they when they have each other in those bear hugs, you know what I'm talking about? When they have each other by the neck and they in the middle of fight. What if Michael, or what was his name? Adonis, just whispered in his ear and said, I'm sorry, in that moment. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was thinking like, if he did that, how would that change the fighting scene? I actually thought he was going to throw the fight so that he could win. Oh. But that's why I said this movie was just well written. Very you know, well. You could not and predict it. I mean, I a little again. bit you could predict it <laughs> in the beginning. But no, it was just, just it was amazing. They did a good job. I mean. I would watch it again. You know what? I would too. And there's not too many movies that I sit there and say I would watch again besides uh, Color Purple, Temptations, What Love's Got to Do With It. Those are probably the only ones that I can watch over and over and over. You would watch What's Love Got to Do With It? I sure will. I uh-uh. sure have. Uh-uh. I mean, what was the other one? Temptations? Temptations, baby. Uh, I think I've seen Temptations at least 10 times. Okay. Five Ain't nobody heart- coming to see you, Otis. Five heartbeats on my end. We're doing five <laughs> heartbeats on my end. <laughs> you know what? I like the five heartbeats, but I just, the Temptations was just, I mean, David Ruffin. <laughs> Man, he made it. And then, of course, Purple Rain. I can see that just, just just for the music. Just for the music alone. I mean, I should I think a movie that I night. tend to can watch over and over again, it's going to be Norbit for me. Who? Norbit. Don't be who? Rasputia. What? <laughs> well, you got one fan in the house. Give it up for Rachel, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know comedy i, I don't <laughs> i don't know norbit <laughs> i know comedy but i don't know are you being serious i'm dead ass serious you you sure you don't know the movie eddie murphy he played a multiple characters and it's called norbit norbit y'all went up on me i 
Never seen it. Never yeah. seen it. <laughs> yes, he actually played Rasputia. He played <laughs> both of the main characters. <laughs> now, can Y'all we give it up for him, on. okay? <laughs> Very talented. <laughs> wow. So I guess we'll be watching that movie uh, right after this. You right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Black card revoked. That name, that name <laughs> don't even like that movie title. Don't even. I mean, it kind of rings a bell, but like I can't envision. I can't envision. Like I, I can't, just feel like I'm in disbelief, and I shouldn't be that much in disbelief. But I'm sorry, guys. We have a uh, um another person in the background that's speaking to us, and um. You guys probably can't hear her, though. Right. Uh, but we have just been informed that Norbit came out at the same time as Joanna Man. Oh, okay. Didn't see that either. Okay. <laughs> like, I know about it. Okay. I've heard it. Okay. Wasn't interested. Okay. Yeah. Pretty decent movie, but mm. really. Uh, yeah, so that's one of the movies that I can totally just watch over and over. Um, and the five heartbeats. And now Creed three, and now Creed and now Creed three mm-hmm. with Michael B. Morrison. I can't looks away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. Mary, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mary, I'm sorry, Mary B. I'm sorry. <laughs> accident, accident. Um, but. You guys, that's a wrap us up for this episode of All Talk No Chaser. Um, We want your input. We want your comments. We want your um, constructive criticism. We want... (laughs) (laughs) No, give it to us All Talk No Chaser. Uh, uh, Look, this is... And I'm sensitive. Okay? Constructive (laughs) criticism. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we are definitely willing to support our black small businesses out there. So if you have a, a little business or something that you're trying to sell, trying to get off the, go off the ground, we'll definitely promote you on our page and um, definitely on put you out there. Yes, on at Instagram. All talk, no, no chaser. chaser, no dashes, no spaces, no periods. Yes. Check out um, Retro Candid um, as you have put up, as I have put up on our uh, page. Um, she does great photography, videography. She um, did a couple uh, events and stuff for me, and everything turned was the pictures, the video was amazing. So if you're looking for a photographer, you're looking for a videographer, hit up Retro Candid. Um, I have put her link and stuff up up on the uh, stories on All Talk No Chaser. Other than that, um, another one for the books, guys. Share, 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 share. And um, Mocha and I can't wait to get back to you once again. Mocha, you want to say something to the peoples? Talk soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We out, y'all. Have a good day.